Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 108, Bunnies and Gherkins. Enjoy the show! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie Rosie and Jessica's Jessica's Day Day of Fun. Fun. Welcome. Hello. I have um, done a three and a half hour car ride today. Who's to say? Of course, obviously. I woke up in Wales. Um, I am no longer in Wales. I am now back That's in... That's a completely different country. Yes, it Do is. you have jet lag? I think I might. Um, I think what actually I am is tired from doing things. Um, I slept in... Planes, trains, and automobiles? Cars. Um, four times in the last 48 hours. Uh, I slept on the way to and from the event I went to yesterday... And during the first leg of the journey home today, and another leg of the journey out on Friday. So <laughs> it's all going brilliantly. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I didn't get that kind of where you wake up and you think you've been poisoned, and you're like, nah, nah, and your teeth all oh, feel they're weird. They're horrible. You've had a nap in the middle of the day, and you're really like, disturbed. yeah, I, obviously, Ooh. you, 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 wake up you can the never wrong... get the day back again. Never get it back on track. You wake up in the wrong time of your sleep cycle. I don't think I, I did that. Um, I'm now pretty. Um, I don't know how my word finding is going to be. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Which, you know, that's it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. We're going to have loads of fun. But it's Sunday and we wanted to record. So here we go. Let's go. How How's your... Uh, here, how's, oh, dear God. How's your fortnight been? I've seen you already this fortnight. My fortnight has been good. Oh, yeah. Remember? That was this fortnight. I know, this was this week. (laughs) But as I said, I've done, like, international travel, so... Yep. Um, I felt like this week has been incredibly busy for me, uh, as much as my life gets busy. So I'm incredibly discombobulated and have made... I have, like, no no food in the house. Well, I have food, but I I don't have food. Yeah, I rectified that yesterday. I went to the supermarket, so I was like, I have no no food. Do you want to work forward or backwards? Um, Well... Uh, I assume you mean in this podcast. Well, I mean, I have a big oh, yeah. thing that I did this weekend, which could come under the intro or could come under Needle and Fed. Let's start at the beginning and work forward then. Okay. Uh, you you, you came over for a sleepover and we went to the, the fabric shop. Oh my God, I didn't even have that in my diary, so I didn't yeah. <laughs> remember to yeah. put that in. I've seen you That t- was that recent. Was that, when was that? The week before last? Yes. Yes, the 16th and the 17th. Well done. Thanks. I'm looking at my diary. I'm so bad at remembering what I do that I have for this podcast. I have to get out my diary and go, oh, I did that. And then if I haven't written it, you need, you need a podcast bullet journal. I do need a podcast bullet journal. Yeah, we, we had one of our sleepovers. That was really lovely. Yeah, it was jolly good. And uh, we watched a lot of Spaced. Yeah, we did. The cutting Edge. Cutting Edge. Yes, we had a lovely time. We went to the sewing fabric shop and I got to go to Morrison's and we went to the Morrison's cafe and it was an absolute treat. We had a cosmopolitan morning out. We got to live my dream and go to the Morrison's cafe where I had a donut and a latte for £2.25. Very well done. Yes, it was really, really good. What do we do the next day? Were we just hanging about the house? No, that was the day we went to the shops. Uh, that was so the we day went we to the, the diner shops. on the Monday. Oh yeah, and I had that uh, yep. breakfast burrito brick. I had a um, well, it was a jackfruit a barbecue jackfruit burger mm. that was kind of like pulled pork style servings. It was delicious, and some very good fries and some very good onion rings. And we and both a milkshake. had milkshakes. I had a Snickers one. Yeah, I had coconut. Coconut. God, I've had such a bonanza of a fortnight that I managed to totally forget <laughs> that. 
um, because that was the day the most recent podcast came out and I totally nailed my timing of being able to upload the most recent podcast and then come meet you in town. Goodness yep. me. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I was looking at that week going, well, it turns out I did literally nothing for seven days. Never mind, carry on. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was good. I spent the rest of the week at the allotment because the sun was out and it was a delight. Sun's out, guns out. Um, yeah, sun's out, spuds out. And then the week after, we also hung out. We did. And we went to see Strictly Ballroom, colon, the musical. If, if you're near enough to London to go strongly recommend it's so Very good fun. and it's had really iffy reviews and i think that a is good just time all around so dumb of everybody it's really great i only saw strictly ballroom colon the film a couple of weeks ago and um and i really enjoyed the film and i loved the show i thought it was really cleverly done at getting uh, it was a very accurate you know to the script uh, yeah even. it was the stage version of the film and um, when it started i was like it's gonna be a bit cheesy i'm not sure how i feel a bit feel about this but, and then they pull it back because the, the film is a little bit odd yeah. and they managed to capture the oddness yeah and, without um, being weird the way they do most of the songs is it's more it's not really a musical i mean there are bits where the cast sing but it's mainly a show with songs and they have a band led by will young who sort of plays a bit of a narrator character and he's really fun um and the dancing is amazing and the costumes are fantastic and i was so impressed by yeah. the stage work because obviously ballroom dancing takes up a huge amount of floor space and they were just on a fairly small proscenium it's not that big a stage um at the piccadilly and it was just brilliant and i laughed loads and i just thought it was a really really fun show and i honestly think the people who have given it poor reviews are imbeciles <laughs> because there is a sort of tacky kind of sh- musical, you know, um, screen to stage thing that I can uh, find really grating. Yeah. But this one, I just felt had a real intelligence and creativity behind it that it didn't just feel like, let's make, oh God, let's just stick Stickly Borum on the stage, you know, we'll just do that. It really had been thought through. Um, and, the you know, the, the my favourite dance number was when, um, what's the lead guy called? Scott. Scott. Uh, is dancing. Scott Hastings. Scott Hastings is dancing by himself, and they had that done to the idols dancing, but with myself. But they had yeah. him dancing around, and they had to do the mirrors in the um, practice room. They had these kind of screens. Studio. Oh, yeah, that's what they're called. Sorry, the practice <laughs> studio. Um, and they had these screens that were in the, the shape of mirrors, but they were sort of translucent, so you could see his reflection. But also the guys in tuxes behind him, and they were on wheels, and they were moving around. And I just thought that was fantastic. I thought it was so clever. I loved it. I just loved I it. An, enthi- an enthusiastic four thumbs up for that one. I then also uh, went out to see another show this week, which was very different. I went to see the Edinburgh Comedy Award winning John Robbins, The Darkness of Robbins, uh, the Hammersmith <gasps> Apollo, whatever it is, formerly the Hammersmith Odeon. Um, did you like it? Yeah, I really did. It's um, uh, very interesting. It's about his uh, the dissolution of his long-term relationship, Laugh a Minute, right, right. Um, where he used to live with um, other stand-up comedian Sarah Pascoe, and then uh, then they broke up. Uh, so he's you know in a uh, a place. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so the first half was him and Ellis James was there. Is uh, he was only advertised as Welsh support because they do a radio <laughs> show together and have lots of fans of both of them. And they had a sort yeah. of comedy, sort of daft first act, and then the second act was like a man's breakdown. <laughs> but it was really funny. But Hammersmith is so very hilarious. far away from my house, which yeah, is my is. main takeaway and as we were leaving to go into Hammersmith station you have to go through a sort of shopping centre 
Right. And I, there was a man who looked like he might have been in Kasabian, but via Camden Market. And okay, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. brace yourself, was pouring a bag of uncooked porridge oats into his mouth. He was just eating raw porridge oats. Um, Maybe... Do you think he's one of ours? I think he's yeah. one of my porridge fans. Um, then I made the followers. mistake of making eye contact with him, and he gave me the thumbs up while still shoveling, <laughs> still pouring, like holding it up. And I do not want to make eye contact with a man who is in the middle. It is obscene of pouring raw porridge oats straight from the bag into his open face. Um, I really hope he had in his coat pocket like um, a bottle of milk. Don't he was he like did. making because muesli he... and some raisins, and he was making muesli in his mouth. Because the amount, uh, the uh, length of time I was looking at him, it was just free pouring. Like bits were falling out of the side of his mouth. I was, it was absolutely crazy or town. Golden syrup, and he was making mouth flapjacks, face flapjacks. I would like us never to consider flap my jack. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I remembered Flat My Jack the other day and I watched it and I laughed so hard that's going in there. What have we seen this week? Yeah, great. I'm sure we've shared it before. The... Oh, we obviously have, but Who's you know, everyone is anyway. reminding. Because, I mean, I've reminded them now, Jack. everyone now, but I can remind you all again at the end. Um, That's kind of been my week apart from my weekend. Brilliant. Um, I've painted a shed. Have you now painted and the I whole paint... shed? Not quite. I've still got the, the last side to go, but the last side has two water butts sitting in front of it. Are you going to move the water and, butts? Um, no. So I need to sort of reach around them and also slightly running out of paint. So I need to buy some more paint. Well, you've not thought that through, have you? Um, so, but that's and now another weather's terrible. Uh, but never mind. Um, but I've grown some amazing seedlings. Tell us more. I've got sweet corn and squash and two different types of tomato and courgettes and gherkins and lavender. Gherkins? Gherkins. Mm, you're tr- I mean, like little cucumbers. Yeah. But I might pickle some of them yes. into, you know, pickled gherkins. gherkins. Do you grow special types of cucumber, or you just pick the cucumber early? Well, these these are a a gherkin cucumber. Okay, okay. You live and learn. You do. I assumed you just got in at the right moment with the cucumbers. Like how, if you don't get your courgette in time, you have marrows. And you get marrows, yeah. Um, well, that's uh, yeah, really I exciting. Mean, you, you probably you probably can do that. Yeah, so let's see how they turn out. Trays of seedlings I have seen on um, photographs. Yeah. Words, you orders. Interesting choices. I also planted out my onions and my garlic. Not convinced the garlic's going to do very well. And some shallots. And I did the shallots last. And when I finished them, I forgot to say that shallot. But I'll do that oh. when I harvest them, hopefully. That's disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that sounds lovely. Um when do you think you'll get to start eating produce from your allotment? Um, not anytime soon, judging by the weather and the fact that it's only April. Okay. But, you know. But this summer? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know how long things take to grow. I've got some salad-type things to plant, like peas and spinach and lettuce and stuff. So I that's mean, lettuce, quite you pretty much just sit in the ground and then start picking, right? Yeah, yeah. BuzzFeed are constantly telling me to start regrowing bits of romaine lettuce and leeks and things in water. Oh, don't do the romaine lettuce, you'll get E. coli. Oh, well bullet dodged there i think it's okay because we live in uh london yes and not arizona which is i believe where the issue has arisen okay but um just in case we do have any listeners in arizona don't eat the lettuce don't eat the romaine lettuce this has been like a national story i think everyone knows shall i start talking about my weekend yes i think you should rosie what did you do for your weekend 
I went away with my friend and my friend's mum, who is also my friend, to Wales, where I've been before, to their house in Abergavenny, um, so that we can have a nice weekend and so we could attend Wonderwall Wales, which is a big wool show festival thing. Um, and it's at uh, a farming showground in the Brecon Beacons. Lovely. Um, I've seen lots of Instagram pictures of sheep. Yes. Which is something you don't get at wool shows in London. No, but people have brought some sheeps and some goats and some... Uh, what are the fluffle rabbits called? Bunnies. No, I, I mean, yes. Angora bunnies. Angora bunnies. Um, then what did I have for dinner at the pub later? Dwell on. Uh, rabbit. I ate rabbit and dumplings. I was only, oh, I was only in it for the dumplings. I was in it for the meat part too, but I got really excited at the prospect of having dumplings. Anyway, uh, I didn't eat the Angora rabbits from the show. I'd like to Not make those that clear. Ones. They, they went to live on a farm. They probably already did live on a farm. And oh, also, no, you don't, like, it would be a waste because they're not an e- eating breed. They're a comin. No. A comin breed. They look absurd. They look like dandelions that have got ideas above their stations. And it's just, like, <laughs> lolling around. Um, lolloping. The lolloping. Uh, there were three halls, um, lots of opportunities to get tea and Welsh cakes and foods. Um, came in, there was a sign that said, no cash machines, cash machines are in town. I thought, oh my god, I brought no cash. Everybody's got little Wi-Fi card readers now. Oh, I used, I used Apple then. Pay on some of them. I mean, we are living in the future. Uh, within five minutes, I had bought some yarn and I thought, this is going to be... <laughs> an expensive outing I've made a huge mistake but I actually did not buy as much as I thought or even as I wanted to because there was a stall I really liked and I went back at the end to look through some of their yarn but I couldn't quite make decisions on what to get so I left it and made a note of made a note of who they are so that I can go buy some of their stuff online because they have an Etsy store Um, but we the first place should I start telling you what I saw and likes yes do do that I got some artist palettes yarn this it's called smootherino and it's super washed merino and i think it's appropriate for socks judging by what people have made on etsy but what i don't want to do is right. my mistake of thinking it's four ply i'll make socks and then immediately felting them so they might be hand washed and they are sort of neon red okay they are so i i kind of looked at them and like this color's amazing and then looked to put kind of say i should put them down and i bought them but they're on sale because it's the end of the uh brand um and they would probably go well they have a sort of updated version of this yarn where i could get a different color if i wanted to mix it in with something else um yeah so this is artist palette yarn smootherino um and that was the first thing i bought brilliant name and uh then i found the um stall by a designer called sue stratford who i really like because she designed the humphreys corner kits and I got to say, hi, sorry, are you Sue? And she said, yes, I am Sue. And I said, I have made the Humphreys Corner kit. And she said, I don't think they made that anymore. And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, and she's also designed a jumper I really like called the Vault Sweater, which um, she has done in a, it's a grey sweater with an enormous David Bowie style lightning bolt, but in a pink uh, yes, and orange. Yes. Um, and I picked up a bag that had the, the, um, pattern and all of the yarn in it and it was next to a sign that said bundle 16 pounds i went is this really 16 pounds and she said no uh the 16 pounds thing is for just the pink and orange for the um lightning bolts Uh, but it's quite sensible because she said that often she finds when she's shopping for patterns she really likes the color of something the in the test knit or in the the example version in the Um, picture 
yeah, but um, you know, she, because it's great, so, so she sells these little bundles of just the amount you need for the flash, and then you can oh, use the grey yarn of your choice. So I bought the pattern and the um, little coloured bundle for the, the lightning bolts, and then I can buy some you know, slightly less exciting, um, more workable yeah. grey yarn. But this is by Skein Queen, and the colours are neon and Vegas, baby! <laughs> Which made me laugh. Um, Great choice. Yes. Jessica, you uh, know of my terrible problem that comes when it comes to um, knitting Did socks. Did you buy variegated yarn? No, oh, I right. didn't. You've knitted one sock, haven't you? No. Let me finish. It's one of my other knitting problems. Um, you know, when we're on holiday and I'm knitting on TPNs. Oh, God, you've lost TPN, like DPNs. No, you? I told Mavis about this problem when we were away and then did it three times and threw a, a thimble across a cafe accidentally. Um, but I found, which I didn't know existed, uh, circular needles that are teeny tiny short with really short little needles on them that are designed specifically for socks. So it's not like using a circular magic. needle with a magic loop where you have to use a long one. It is a 20 centimeter circular needle with teeny tiny short needles on the end of it. And I'm now knitting socks on a circular needle. So I'm not constantly taking needles out and trying to stick them in the sock and then dropping them. And it means that they're, it's, it's more difficult to drop stitches if they're in your bag because there are only two ends and yeah. you can just pull them yeah. along. Um, so I got one of those and it's a, I think it's knit palette. Um, but you know the really cool circular the needles where they're multicoloured they're like yellow do, and blue yes. yeah got some of them jazzy so I feel really cool and confident with my knitting and my not throwing wooden DPNs everywhere I've had to take apart so many bits of furniture in Airbnbs okay yes that is not incorrect there are some places where I didn't spend money um, but I want to be uh want to 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 know the places for future reference and maybe go and buy some stuff online or think about them in the future i just want to think about them so there's a place uh, a company called river knits which is hand-dyed british wool yarns from a floating dye studio and they live on a canal boat and when the weather's good they hang all of their skeins of yarn off the side of the canal boat and dry it in the sun good lord the whimsy i can barely take it. <laughs> i know um i think they're amazing um, so I didn't actually buy any of the yarn. I mean, I only impulse bought one skein of yarn, and that is one colour. Um, yeah. But it, I don't know what it's going to go into. I probably should have bought some alternate colours to go with it. But it's so cool. I think, and there are some sock patterns I want to do that need one colour yarns. Um, so that works. Um, so, but these are places that I might I'll look up online uh, and use afterwards. I really liked a place called Bellica Yarns, which has an Etsy store. Um, that was a place where I went and I was a bit tired at the end of the day and couldn't make any decisions. <laughs> just, you know, maybe not so useful. Did you know there's a place called the Knitting Hotel where you can do little knitting getaways and it's in Dawlish in Devon? I did not, but let's go there immediately. I know, it sounds really great. And they do cream teas, which, as we know, is my reason for existing. Um, um, one of the, my favourite things I saw, uh, which I'm disappointed to find she doesn't sell online, um, her name is Ali Scott, and she's a felt artist. And um, I found with a lot of sort of some fibre art, where I say that it goes more into the art side of things, often, you know, flat on a canvas, yeah. I can find a bit much or a little like... A little twee. I mean, how, how dare I yeah. pot kettle? But they're kind of like, oh, okay, I get that. But hers... also, like, so I like my crafts to be functional. But she does these um, felt. Uh, yeah, they're basically on canvases, and they are so 
bright and vibrant and a lot of them are nature scenes or little nature landscapes but she gets such an interesting she uses different textures of yarn um, or of fiber in the felting and they are just amazingly they're just amazing i love them and i thought about buying one and then um because you know art is slightly more expensive than buying a skein yeah. of yarn um yeah. i i decided not to at the time but i'm gonna follow her with interest um and try and uh find more and we'll link to her in the show notes because i think her art is just amazing the colors she gets um the designs there are some she does with sort of trees and you can see the sky and woodland scene and they are just brilliant what a delight yeah it was so good we had a lovely time and i have i uh it was quite useful because there was not just knitting stuff there was loads of things for spinning um which is not a craft i do but i did wander around going ah i guess i now really want to take up spinning but it was when we were getting too more tired i turned the corner and there would be row after row of people just selling fiber especially the kind of plaits of different colors for you to spin up for yourself and it was quite good because i'd go well i'm not going to buy anything here so that was quite useful for me my energy and my budget (laughs) they would go this one (laughs) this whole row is not necessarily for rosies um but it's uh, a craft i know so little about and was kind of it's really interesting to me like i don't even know how you would go uh, about like buying the the sort of i guess you buy the color and then you can turn it that sort of color mix that they sell pre-dyed but not spun and then you can spin it into whatever weight of yarn you choose yeah i think so um but there was so many cool different um spinning people people spinning businesses that did um uh, proper spinning wheels. They did really trad ones, like Sleeping Beauty, and then oh, there was one which, Sleeping Beauty style. Yeah, which yeah. was really gorgeous and um, was painted um, sort of duck egg blue, and then the wheels were um, solid but had uh, glitter paper on them, so they were silver and sparkly. Um, they were a company called Spin City who did um, nice, yeah, really good. Lots of their things were glittery or sparkly, and um, they did sort of drop spindles and things. Um, and I thought, wow, I could totally buy a spinning wheel. That's something I should get into. But that is a high cost of entry occupation. <laughs> Unlike yarn, where yeah, you can start with needles and one ball of yarn, which you can get very cheaply for a couple of pounds, um, you can't get a spinning wheel. Be like, no, if you've just bought a spinning like wheel, like you have a spinning wheel now. Yeah, the cheapest one I saw was two hundred and fifty pounds. And you know, ha- sure. you know, when you're carding yarn. Carding, yep. I have always seen as basically, you know, those cheese boards with handles um, and loads of pins yes. on them. No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. This is like low to mid level carding. You can get hand cranked carding machines. They look like torture devices because there is right, a flat okay. bed with the pins, the needle sticking up. And then there is a spinning wheel that kind of draws the fiber through. And if you put your hand in, you ain't got a hand no more my friends game over mate game over mate game over um so i did not know that there were card machines did i want to go up to one of those things and say excuse me do you take card here i did but i managed to resist i thought you could say did you you manage to resist going up to one of them and say excuse me can i put my hands (laughs) i mean i did manage to do that as well but i every time i was like if you wanted to interrogate somebody you would get the information you needed in a heartbeat my friends and it was just a really lovely time and i managed to spend you know, uh, I bought things that I like and I'm excited about, but also I now don't think I am an impoverished. I I have to not eat for a year, which I yeah. think was quite good. Um, and I found the brand of sock needles that our parents really like and have found it difficult to track down. And they were 40% off. 
winner. That's a success all around. Worth a trip to Wales, to be honest. So that was lovely. I've made a good. I've made. I've made a good progress on my sock that I cast on on Friday. Um, and I can really recommend Wonderwool Wales. I'd really like to go back to the knitting and stitching show this autumn, which is much bigger and obviously is stitching as well. But um, yeah. Also, there were sheep and goats and bunnies. That's really what I'm in it for, to be honest. Me too. Shall we do some other features? I think we should. Songs. Let's do some songs. Let's do some songs, songs. and some snacks as one musical break time. A snack break and a musical break. I'm really tired. I mean, this is not... An edible interlude. That's way better. Edible interludes. Uh, this week's song choice is Save Me by Hanson, and it has the most early noughties music break in it that sounds like somebody playing a terracotta pot full of water. It's, it's for not a bit like rendered on a computer. Yeah, great. Um, mine is I Won't Hurt You by the West Coast Pop Art Experimental Band. It is Thank you, I appreciate that. The, the welcome. It is on the soundtrack to Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs 2, what's the I know you love those, but what, what's the soundtrack? Um, and is, um, I think it was on a couple of the, maybe it wasn't on the trailer, but it's used a couple of times. And obviously Wes Anderson does really good pop picks for his soundtracks. There's also a lovely version of the um, sleigh ride, not sleigh ride, but the other sleigh ride from my favorite Christmas CD that goes bam 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 bam, which isn't necessarily Christmas. I can hear the sleigh bells. Yeah, but there was a really good um sort of whistled version. Anyway, there's a good Wes Anderson version on that soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack. Let's do some snacks. I'm tired now. I don't want to sing anymore. Okay, have some cheese fries. Oh, great. I'm really sorry because last week I told you you couldn't have carrot cake because you'd had it the week before. You hadn't had it the week before. I oh, just, well, I'll save that for another day. It's because you'd been talking about carrot cake in the week and I felt bad that I'd bullied you into not having carrot cake and be like, oh, you've had that? And you hadn't had it. And I oh, have it maybe, in a spreadsheet. Maybe that's next week's. Okay, well... Maybe it isn't. You Stay can save carrot cake. Out. Mine is ring donuts fresh from the microwave. Oh. Because I bought a pack of four ring donuts from Marks and Spencer's for a pound, um, and I assumed they were fresh that day. But it was it was late in the afternoon, and when I got them home, they were a little dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought they just need to perk up. Yep. Perk them up, and I cannot tell you the difference. Twenty seconds in the microwave made it didn't just warm it up, but they soft they softened them and warmed them up. But then the smell it smelled like fresh donuts. I mean, they weren't quite as good because they weren't the difference between this hot inner and the crispy outer that you get from freshly fried. But the smell was there and they were warm and they were comforting. And I had one at 1am because it took so bloody long to get back from the Hammersmith Apollo. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there. Yeah, and then that means that you can... Because if I, if I buy a four-pack of donuts, I don't actually want to eat four donuts in one sitting. It sounds good in theory, but in practice, it's a tragedy. Uh, both gastric and psychological. Um, yeah. A, a gastric tragedy, colon. Oh, no, not colon. The Rosie Fletcher story. I <laughs> uh, didn't even mean that one. Anyway, um, but I could keep them going because sure, they're going to get a little crispier or a little drier, but I just pop them in the microwave for longer. Oh, delight. Needle and thread. Needle and thread. Oh, I've done loads of wool chat, but I want more. <laughs> oh, God. It is a project wool chat as opposed to like, I'm just going to talk at you for a while. Um, Are you crafting at the moment? Um, I am. Well, the, the, the blanket continues apace, but that's, you know. That's coming along. D- let's, just, let's just take that as a given. Yeah. Uh, this afternoon, I have made a courgette and lemon, lemon bunt cake. I love courgette cake so much. I am excited. I haven't eat, haven't had a slice yet, although I did eat a tiny bit of it. Um, uh, you weren't really it, testing to see they were not burnt. <laughs> exactly, it's a chef thing you wouldn't understand. 
Uh, it, it's, it broke very slightly as I was taking it uh, out of the pan. Um, I think it was cooked slightly unevenly and that side it had, was a bit more cooked so it had, it had just stuck slightly. But I've put it back together so I obviously just tested a little bit mm-hmm. but it was kind mm-hmm. of a clean break as it were so it, it didn't crumble. It was just, oh, one chunk of it is still in the pan, let's peel it out and stick it on. So it's probably fine. Um, and I'm hoping that the steam from the still hot cake is going to like meld it back together and then I'm just going to pour a, a lemon glaze over it yeah. and uh, it'll be totes fine. Totes fine. Totes fine. Um, also, one side of it is like perfect. So. I'm really looking forward to hearing about that and of course seeing some really beautiful Instagram photos. Oh, of and um, for our listeners, uh, we we are on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds and um, more photos have been going up recently so you can see um, a little picture for each show and some little things we do in between um, each yeah. episode. Um, well, I finished my Scylla, Scylla, Scylla socks, uh, designed by Fiona Bennett, um, who, which, and the socks are from my friend Caitlin. She, she knows that. Um, so that's good. So well, I get to hand then. those over and they are hopefully not going to be felted like my last version, but they won't be because they're in specific sock yarn. Um, at, at the same time as I bought that yarn, I bought myself a colorway, a different colorway to make socks for myself. Um, and that is what I'm knitting on my special rosy proof sock needles. Um, <laughs> and it is a West Yorkshire spinner signature four ply self striping in pheasant. Um, and we'll get some photos of that up on the Instagram. Lovely. And I am sort of doing a pattern inspired by the Skiller one, but without the actual lace pattern type thing they have i'm just doing a twisted rib, so it's, pattern, yeah. yeah so it's more more exciting not more exciting if anything it's less exciting but it's easier and it's, <laughs> uh, yeah it's quite fun i like twisted rib because it's always it's just slightly neater and tighter than a standard rib and you get the the rib just kind of stands more proud i really like yeah. it yeah um Reasonable. unless you screw it up in which case you have to rip out 12 rows like i did last night because i was <laughs> finally two years after knitting my princess anna flip doll uh, I have made Queen Elsa. Um, it's Raynor uh, Galatly, Galatly's um, flip doll patterns, um, and I have made Queen Elsa. I have not quite finished her because I want to knit her winter version a little cape. Um, but oh, lovely. Uh, yeah, because it's not one in the pattern, so I'm going to use. She's done in DK. I'm going to make her a little four ply lighter cape um, to yeah, yeah. attach from the back of her, like where it attaches quite low down. You know, not on her shoulder line, but on the, the top yeah. of the dress. Um, when I made Anna, I was a bit disappointed with my finishing on her, which is why it's taken me two years to do Elsa, <laughs> which is really nice because it shows how much better at knitting I've got, but it makes Anna look even crappier <laughs> by comparison. So I was Aww. always sort of planning on taking her apart and re-knitting her, um, yeah. and that's what I'm going to do because this time I followed some people's project notes on Ravelry and knitted in the round, and it's come out so much neater and better, and I've done embroidery on her, which I've never really done before, and um, on the winter side, because Elsa has little metallic or shiny snowflakes in her hair so i um got the old hot stone wand out did you did you stone her braid yourself i stoned. <laughs> you're beautiful you're perfect you look like linda Evangelista. <laughs> exactly yeah i did stone her hot stone her braid myself and i had some glitter glue which i sort of put on the outside to hold her braid in place and it's very tempting to kind of rub it all over her because with elsa's coronation dress there's definite pattern to embroider but yeah. Elsa's winter dress is more done in sequence just sequence it's a sequenced gown she she just when I think she did stone it herself so I kind of just want to cover it in glitter but also don't just want to knit something and then just rub glitter glue into it <laughs> most of the glue seems to sort of disappear um on the braid but uh but yeah I'm really pleased with it and then I'm going to take apart Anna and redo her we're in the round and with better finishing um and then I'll have a lovely pair of 
It's my favorite royal sisters. Awesome. Queen Elsa is currently looking at me. <laughs> She's sitting on a shelf. Yeah, and there are photos on my Instagram, but there'll be photos on the Oh My Greyhounds Instagram too. Are we ready for our final segment? What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! Flap my jack. Go and watch that because it brings so much joy. Everybody flap my jack. Um, which, Ooh, yeah. which is uh, a bit of improv from Whose Line Is It Anyway, which is nice. I have uh, one here, which is um, Bewitched's Eight Seasons of Fashion Magic, um, and it's an article that was up on uh, that's up on Shondaland, and it's yeah a review of the um, changing uh, fashions of Elizabeth Montgomery uh, in Bewitched. Bewitched. Um, and it's really interesting. Yeah, and it's got like about Endora's outfits, which are obviously the best ones. Yeah, well, Serena does quite well as well. Which one's Serena? Serena is Sam's um, not evil cousin, but like mischievous cousin, who is also played by Elizabeth Montgomery. So she's the same age as Elizabeth Montgomery, but she dresses as a witch. Yes. So it's kind of Endora style, but for a younger woman. Also, she's got a really alarming black wig on. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's just like Joan Jett. And not, nothing wrong with that. True. Uh, Jessica, what's your next choice? Uh, my next choice is a lovely channel on YouTube called Lavender and Leeks, um, which is about an allotment, um, and it's owner Katie. Um, and they're just very gentle and, and charming. That sounds amazing and also so, ideal for the that's nice. broken brain of Rosie Fletcher right now. Yeah. Okay, and my last one is really, is really silly and fun. Um, and it's from Vulture, and it is 17 celebrities who are also law firms. I think this might have been in Two Bossy Dames. Um, let's say, you know, uh, some some celebrities, like the NFL's Dak Prescott and Barkuvius Mingo, are George Lucas characters. Other celebrities, like Ansel Elgort, are award-winning Danish design firms. But still more are successful law firms, such as Sutton Foster, um, Anderson Cooper, Chadwick Boseman. Um, and it's great because it lists their names, but also explains what kind of... Uh, what kind of law firm they are. What kind of law they practice. Yeah, Patton Oswalt, Channing Tatum, all good things. Keegan-Michael Key is 100% a law firm. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. Also, apparently there is a celebrity called Philip Phillips, and that is the most made-up thing that's apparently not made up (laughs) I've ever heard. Uh, Yes, so I really enjoyed that little article, that little list. I I have one last one, which is uh, also on YouTube, very briefly. Uh, the SNL sketch Diner Lobster. <laughs> oh my goodness! I forgot. I, I had missed. I'd seen it was posted, and for some reason, I just hadn't, hadn't watched this new text. Well, because saying, the, pre- the picture is um, two people just eating in a diner. Yeah, I just it didn't it doesn't didn't, which is is good because you me. don't want to know what's coming. But just also, watch it. wherever you think this sketch is going, it's not where you think it's it going. Is, it is not. <laughs> you will never guess where it's going. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Diner Lobster is a really really good sketch. <laughs> Uh, oh, I might go and rewatch it now. Uh, and I, I guess you probably want to go and ice and then eat your bunt cake. I'm going to go and eat some bunt cake. I'm going to think about what food I have in that house and how outrageous it would be to have a takeaway. Um, I don't think outrageous at all. Also, I need to make some soup. I've also got to make some soup, but I don't want to make soup. I'm tired. <laughs> Ugh, boo. Um, cool, 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 cool. Well, well, I am um, well, well, wool. I'm surrounded by wool. I'm actually. <laughs> I am actually sorry. I got it all out to check. And now, <laughs> help me. Simple. Um, okay, friends, listeners, sister, we shall, um, we shall speak to you in a fortnight. Hello, brother. Hello, brother. This is my family of Fountains Abbey, and I'm going to go and have a cup of tea. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.
To find out more and to read show notes, find links and photos for this and past episodes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at the Day of Fun Show. Rosie and Jessica t-shirts are now available. You can shop for all your Day of Fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. And now you can become a monthly subscriber and support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun at our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Thanks for listening.